This episode is brought to you by Schmucked Up, a premium small batch beard care brand offering you amazing quality beard care products from oils and balms to brushes and combs. With the small number of ingredients in their products, you can be assured there's nothing in there that will damage your beard. I personally use Schmucked Up and I can honestly say it's a great product. And ladies, beard balm isn't just for men. You can also use it to tame the flyaways. Go to schmuckedup.com and use code HANDBOOK to get 15% off and order yours now. Link in the description. This one's called Need Advice. Friend may have abused his girlfriend. So I'm in need of some serious advice to kind of sum up what's been happening. My friend and his girlfriend broke up and I'm very sure he beat her. She posted on her socials bruising on her and I couldn't get a hold of my friend for a day. And I looked up arrest records and saw he was arrested on unknown charges, but later they were dropped. My friend struggles with mental health issues and he doesn't know that I know any of this. But I need help uh, with what to do with this information. I'm very scared to start this conversation with him because he is a pretty longtime friend of mine and I've never dealt with a situation like this before. And I've, crea I've created a good deal of ter internal turmoil for me. Part of me just wants to expose him for who he truly is uh, because what he did was inexcusable, but I'm worried that if people find out what he has done, that it could lead to him spiraling out of control and I fear for his safety and others as well. Another part of me wants to let him know I know and be by his side so he can get the help he really needs. But I also, but I would feel like I'm enabling an abuser by showing him that his terrible actions have no consequences. I also don't want his ex to think that I'm okay with that he had done such terrible things to her and make her feel like what happened to her wasn't a big deal or serious. Any advice would be very much appreciated. This is something that's very sensitive to, to cover, and uh, especially when it's a, uh, a friend of yours that's doing that to, you know, his girlfriend or, and, and or another friend of yours. It's, it's hard. And maybe bring it up with them and tell them it's not okay. That's what I would do. I'd be like, dog, you can't be beating your old lady, man. Granted, they broke up and she's stronger for that alone because it's very difficult for abuse victims to re leave the relationship, which, you know, good on her for being able to do so. However, most of the time they end up getting back with the person that is abusing them. And that's not okay. 
uh, just be the type of person to tell them, hey, that's not cool, dude. And if you lay a finger on your fucking old lady again, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. It does not matter how long you guys have been friends. Fuck them up. And also be there for her and and support her in leaving the relationship in the first place. Hey, if you're listening or you're watching on YouTube, do me a huge favor. Subscribe, like, comment, share, whatever. It would be absolutely fantastic to see who's coming and going and who's watching and who's, you know, doing their thing. So anyway, we'd love it if you just hit the subscribe and click that little notification bell. This one is called, Do I Cover Up My Kinky Tattoo for a Job Interview? Right off the gate, if you think it's inappropriate, then you cover up an inappropriate tattoo, maybe uh, also the entire fucking time you're working there. I feel like this is one of those, uh, let me have a thought about this. Oh, wait, it would probably be a good idea for me to cover up my fucking tattoo. But let's get into it. I have a tattoo of a Shibari girl on my right forearm. Don't ask. I got it when I was younger. My workplace at the time didn't care. Tomorrow, I have an in-person job interview with a company that seems pretty relaxed. But who knows? I don't have any long sleeve shirts. Most of my stuff is in, is in storage. I'm moving into a house. And when we shake hands... They will see it. Do I just go with it if they don't like it? Maybe I don't want to work with them kind of thing. Do I put a bandage around it or just a plaster on her gals? Plaster? Do I draw a shirt on her? A friend's suggestion. I look pretty presentable otherwise. And my other tattoos are all pretty normal. I'm in my 30s. I have my shit together. Do you though? I just had some dumb ideas when I was in my 20s. Are these the consequences of my own actions? Yep, 100%. Tattoos make you unemployable, blah, blah, blah. No, tattoos don't make you unemployable, but uh, inappropriate tattoos make you unemployable. Maybe go get the uh, girly bits covered up and you'll be okay uh, with like an actual tattoo. Like throw... I don't know, a bikini on her or something. I don't fucking know. But if you have to ask, should I cover up my kinky naked girl, I'm assuming cartoon girl tattoo, then uh, yeah, probably. If you think it would be inappropriate in a public professional uh, space and situation, then cover it the fuck up. And if you don't have any long sleeve shirts, guess what? Walmart fucking like 15 bucks, dude. Go get one. I mean, really. I've done job interviews short-sleeved before, um, but none of my tattoos are inappropriate for the workplace. So, I I just, I can't believe, as somebody in your 30s, you even had to fucking ask that. Yes, cover it up. Cover it up. Don't do it with a bandage. They're going to think you're self-harming yourself. Go get a long sleeve shirt from Walmart for 15 bucks. God damn, dude. This one's called Neighbor Will Not Leave Me Alone. Not sure what to do. A little bit longer on this one. It's about a page and Eh, a little more than a page. Neighbor Will Not Leave Me Alone. 
not sure what to do. Hello all, this is over the span of the last month, so I'm going to try to cut it down without missing any important details. Greatly appreciate it. Important details are important. This started at my birthday celebration a few weeks back. I had a few friends over for a fire and some neighbors came outside to join us. My brother was also there. My brother had a blunt and said, quote, please do not hit my blunt if you have herpes. He is autistic and par paranoid about any STDs. The neighbor next door to us started arguing with them and saying herpes isn't a big deal. He said he didn't care and it was his blunt, his rules. She continues, <laughs> she got tired. <laughs> she continues to argue and try to tell him that you cannot get herpes unless someone has an open sore. She tells him that she's a medical professional and needs to listen to her. She is a certified nursing assistant and works in a school nurse's office. He ends up just taking the blunt and putting it out and saying he's going to leave. She's in his face and yelling during all of this because she's drunk. She's a cunt. She's a cunt with herpes on her mouth from sucking teacher and principal and doctor dick. <laughs> Probably not, but you know what? Don't be a cunt. And you don't get that. She texts me the next day and says, sorry for being annoying. You weren't being annoying. You were being a cunt. By the way, and you can tell your neighbor I said that. She's being a fucking cunt. I look forward to the DMs. To which I don't respond because she basically crashed my birthday with her behavior. And I was still, and I was upset and still trying to figure out my emotions. I also didn't think it was very, a very sincere apology. No, absolutely not. I'm sorry for being annoying. You were being a fucking cunt. The next day, our other neighbor comes over and we're all hanging outside. And I figure it's all dropped at this point. L asks me what's up with me and V. I tell her I'm not upset anymore and I just want the whole thing to be dropped and move on. She goes inside to get V and I tell V the same thing. She starts yelling and says, well, I'm not apologizing to your brother. He's lame and a tool. V's a cunt. Holy shit. Fucking wow, dude. Wow. Wow. What a cunt. I get upset about again and go inside. I tell my boyfriend what happened and how nobody was even saying anything to her despite everyone watching. He goes outside and says, she's in the house crying right now because of the shit you just said to her. He walks away and comes inside. L follows him and apologizes and says she didn't think V would react like that. I explained to her how my brother is autistic and I'm very protective of him. Then I basically just say, I want to be left alone. And she leaves. Fast forward a bit. She tells me she wants to keep our kids and our toys separate outside until my boyfriend apologizes for what he said to her. I say, okay, we can keep things separate, but the apology isn't going to happen. Since he didn't really do anything wrong. No, he didn't. He just stood up for his lady. Respect. Then yesterday, we got home from the store and our wooden shed had just been delivered in boxes and our kids are playing on top of them and jumping on them. I tell the kids, hey, that's not for playing on. Those aren't toys. And she gets upset and starts screaming at me not to talk to her kids. I say, okay, I won't talk to them. 
Can you get them off? To which she responds, no. What are you going to do about it? Dog, I would lay this bitch out. <laughs> I tell her it's my property and it's in my area and I don't want them on it. And she says, call the cops then. You're going to be embarrassed when they show up and it's just kids playing. I start to walk away and she continues to scream at me about how she doesn't care about my brother, how that my brother is autistic. Her kids can play wherever they want. Then her kid runs into my house and I say, look, your kid's going into my house. And she says, what do you want me to mind control him to not go into your house? And I say, how about, how about watch him instead of arguing with me and walk inside to make her kid leave dog. Oh, what? Oh my God. I would tell the, I would tell the property manager that uh, you have a cunt for a fucking neighbor and she doesn't have control over her kids and uh, she needs to be kicked out for her actions because uh, she's um, and I, I think I said this before at least once or twice uh, she's a fucking cunt she's a cunt today all the neighbor kids were outside playing and she wasn't home she gets home and starts screaming to get my kid out of her yard she lives in between me and the other neighbor it's an apartment complex, so it's one building. So I do, and she starts recording me saying she's going to call the cops on me. I just go inside at this point because I don't want to argue and just want to be left alone. Would I be able to file a restraining over at least so she can't speak to me? All of the yelling has been recorded by security cameras. The restraining order is probably a stretch, but what you can do is uh, tell her to go ahead and get fucked. Because if she's going to be upset about your kid being in her yard, then you have all right being upset with your uh, her kids climbing all over your shit and then running into your fucking place. Um, that being said, when she would have said, get your kid out of my yard, I would have looked at her and been like, well, maybe you should have done the same fucking thing. And then told her she's a fucking cunt right to her goddamn face. What a fucking piece of work that bitch is. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what to tell you on that other than telling the fucking building manager about how much of a cunt she is for no reason and yelling at everybody for everything. Um, me personally, uh, uh, a person like that, uh, by the time I got done with them, they would be in their apartment fucking crying because nobody should have the feeling of having that much power that they can speak to any other human being the way this fucking bitch is. And, uh, yeah, no, she's a cunt. mm. Give her a taste of her own fucking medicine. That's all I got to say. Hey, if you've made it this far and you're on whatever you're listening to, whether it's Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, whatever it is, go ahead and give it a like, a follow, comment, share it with your friends if you've liked it this far. And we will keep on keeping on, I guess, as we as we move forward with the episode. Thank you for watching, listening, whatever you're doing, having me on in the background. Doesn't matter. Really appreciate it. This one is titled, Should I Quit? Logically, it doesn't make sense to quit. I have a great boss who gives me flexible hours and forgives my weaknesses and turmoils. 
The company is growing rapidly, and if I stayed, I'd certainly have a lot of money in a few years from now. So no one's told me I should leave or that I'm not wanted. There are a few parts of the job I'm interested in learning about. Everyone loves working there. And yet, I barely get any work done, so I have to work late, weekends, sometimes overnight. And it rarely makes a difference. I recognize I have imposter syndrome, but when I fail to meet my metrics every single week, or when I don't have anything at all to report, you can't blame it all on imposter syndrome. I don't really care about the job. You can twist any company's mission to be inspiring, but this isn't what I wanted to do with my life, and now it's too late for anything else. Again, everyone loves working there, they would literally work for free if they could. I'm not like that. I'm a bottleneck. Whatever the fuck that means. I've been holding everyone back. Evidence by the literal project board showing I'm holding everyone back. I'm just so tired of it all. I want to sleep all the time. Nothing inside or outside of work interests me anymore. And when I drive to work, I wish a semi would spin out of control and hit me just so I don't have to show up on the morning meeting and make more empty promises. And yet, sometimes I'll go through optimistic frenzies where I think I can change my life for the better if I just do this or this and think it's a good thing I didn't quit. But then I don't follow through or it doesn't work. I'm not sure if I'm seeing clearly or experiencing a moment of insanity. The times that I feel bad about myself and my future vastly outweigh the times when I feel okay or when I have hope. Should I stick it out for the good times? Is everyone just sticking it out, hoping for more? I'm thinking you're manic. And I, I'm not like a psychologist or anything like that. I'm From the sounds of it, going through these optimistic spurts where you're very happy and, and, and believing in the company and everything like that. And then you've got these spurts where you just don't want to fucking be there. You don't want to wake up and everything. Like, I'm going to say, I think you're manic. Um, maybe check out therapy, try taking alpha brain or something like that. And maybe that'll help you get stuff done. A lot more I mean time management also it might be awesome and fun to work there but maybe some of whatever the fuck is out I don't know where you work but whatever the fuck is there is making it to where you can't focus on getting your tasks done for the day so um, yeah I mean, I'd, I'd go to therapy and also talk about it but also maybe focus more on what you're supposed to do for the day and set aside a schedule a daily schedule so that you make sure that you're able to hit your targets every day um that's a that's a tough one but definitely go seek professional help therapy and uh and talk to a therapist or or a psychologist and see if you're able to get that under control other than that i i, I don't know what to tell you i'd say stick it out cuz if the company blows up and you're there at the ground floor you might be there for the ride of your life and make some really good fucking money so it's really up to you uh, but yeah, no, I definitely seek professional help because I'm thinking you're manic depressant. 
um, which I could be fucking totally wrong. I don't know. I'm not a psychologist. I'm not a therapist or anything like that. I'm just a dude that has some life experience. I, I would say uh, seek professional help. And I hope everything works out and I hope you you stick with the job and everything like that and then uh, go forward from there. So that'll do it for this episode. Um, keep an eye out for Eagle in the Rue uh, where me and my Australian buddy, what am I doing? My Australian buddy and myself uh, just kind of talk about everything where we, I mean, politics, humidity, uh, humanity, freaking gaming, YouTube, different creators, stand-up comedy, whatever it is, we talk about it because we love that shit. And, um, yeah, so go ahead, again, like, follow, sub, whatever you can do on whichever platform. Just, like, make sure you're keeping up to date with the podcast, and then uh, we'll catch you on the next episode. You have a good rest of your day.